This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. The Property Show on BFM 89.9, the business station. Good morning. You're listening to The Property Show on the morning run. I'm Sim Weeboon. Over the past year, many of us have had a taste of what working from home feels like in order to curb the current pandemic. Now, despite the uncertainties of us going in and out of MCOs here in Malaysia, the vaccination drive has given hope of normalcy returning soon. So the question that now lies for the foreseeable future is, how is our new world going to look like post-pandemic? What would offices look like? What would going back to work fully look like? And where does co-working spaces fit in this conversation? So joining me to discuss this is Derek Tan, Head of Real Estate and Enterprise for Common Ground, a co-working space provider with presence in the region. Good morning, Derek. Welcome to the show. Um, let's look at how the pandemic impacted Common Ground. You guys are a co-working space. Uh, you've had you have several outlets here in Malaysia. When the pandemic happened, uh, and the MCO in March last year, how how did it impact Common Ground? Like most businesses, you know, um, we are we're actually not immune to the impact of COVID nineteen, and obviously the economic consequences of uh, the MCO. Um, just just taking taking a step back here, you know, during MCO activities were slow. Uh, whether that's on tours or prospects signing up, um, you know, just obviously due to the um, uh, physical restrictions. But when the restrictions was actually lifted, uh, we do see an immediate uptick of uh, members signing up again. But, you know, the, the uncertainty is actually a double-edged sword for us, actually. So on one side, uh, we, we see a lot of, you know, prospects and tenants are finding it difficult to uh, make decisions. Uh, when, when there's so much uncertainty in the market. And on the flip side, um, we, Common Ground, or the co-working space uh, providers, are actually largely built for the times like this, uh, with the flexible terms that we have. So, uh, so yeah, things, things are slowly, gradually uh, getting back into shape. Um, and, and I think a lot of people are confident with the vaccine uh, rolling out. Um, yeah, and, and we're looking uh, very positive to... Um, to, to close uh, the month of April. Okay, but, you know, so, so yeah, like you said, people are coming back, demand is slowly coming back, but the fear of the virus is still very real. And, you know, um, there was a lot of talk about how clusters were forming in enclosed spaces in offices. So now that people are returning back to offices and to Common Ground specifically, how are you guys building back confidence to ensure to your future tenants that Common Ground is safe? I mean, what are the, is there in, an industry standard? Is there safety measures that you've implemented that, you know, you can talk to us about? No, initially after the first uh, MCO, the general population was actually concerned about returning to their offices. And, and that is really completely understandable. So uh, we were already taking substantial measures uh, to eradicate or mitigate this risk. Um, the safety of our members is our top priority. So which is why before even the uh, lockdown started, we have already taken steps to, to protect our community. For example, um, we were already taking temperatures at the front entrance, you know, requesting for everyone's travel history, uh, offering medical masks, hand sanitizers, sending out health guidelines, uh, sending, sanitizing our space heavily and so forth. And once the lockdown has, the first lockdown has concluded, um, you know, Common Ground implemented a stringent system to further ensure the health of our members. 
some of you know the new SOPs uh, that, that I will mention is like removing 50% of our chairs uh, for social distancing. Uh, we open empty offices so that our members' teams can also spread out. Um, and you know, putting floor markers for traffic directions, comprehensive logging of all members, visitors, and contract tracing purposes if needed. Um, is there any industry standard? I think if you're talking about co-working by itself, I don't think um, no. Uh, the short answer is no. We don't have one, uh, but you know, we are guided by whatever latest SOPs uh, shared by the authority, um, and and we're adhering to it very okay, strictly. Do you do you do, so so you know the the, the thing the, be- the the thing about co-working spaces is multiple companies working together. Um, I'm curious that like so let's say if a case were to happen, do it do you have a SOP on how to deal with the closing down, the sanitization, you know? Because if it was a normal office, it's it's one company, right? So they they, they already have their set standard, but because it's it's existing in a place where there's multiple companies working together, how do you deal with like a suspected case or a suspected um uh, positive case within that that area? Yeah, so, so when there's a, a suspected case or, or a confirmed positive uh, COVID-19 case within, within our venues, we will shut down the venue for two days for full deep sanitization of, of, the, uh, of the venue. Uh, the, the members will be notified immediately. And I think thanks to um, the, the presence we have in Klang Valley, uh, we are able to sort of disperse and uh, you know, de- uh, diversify and, and allow the other members to to work in, in the other common grounds uh, if they need to. Uh, having said that, I think we were still seeing uh, many of our members are still hybridly working from home and, and the co-working space. Um, so in, 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 in terms of traffic, it's uh, uh, it's not as, as, as heavy as the, the pre-pandemic uh, times. But yeah, those, 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 those are the immediate measures that we'll, we'll do once we get it. We'll, we'll close the venue for two days, deep sanitization, and we'll welcome everyone back thereafter. So you guys are still not operating in full capacity then? Uh, we, uh, we, we are, uh, and then we leave the, uh, the decision to, um, of, of coming back to the office to the, to the members, but we're doing what we can uh, around the communal space and, and the general public space around our venue to ensure it's, you know, it's, it's adhering to the SOPs. Okay. I want to jump into this other issue that, you know, has been around even before the pandemic, which is an overhang of commercial property, specifically offices and whatnot. There's just a lot of commercial space in Malaysia, in Klang Valley. And now with COVID-19 and everything, I mean, does it, how does it affect co-working spaces like Common Ground? Do you guys find yourself also part of the lump together in part of the oversupply office or is there something unique about co-working spaces that can maneuver through that? Yeah, I think it's the latter. So um, the um, the broadest perspective of the overhang is actually uh, quite subjective. Um, in fact, the grade A office market in, in Klang Valley is actually doing quite good. You know, the, the overall occupancy, it's well above 80%. Um, and then certain uh, sub-markets are, are actually... Uh, are lacking vacancies of space actually. So, so I think we're, we're not, um, um, in, in terms of how does it affect us, I think it gives us opportunities on both sides where occupiers are, th- are looking at us as an alternative solution. And on the other side for landlords, I think landlords are beginning to, uh, to rethink and look into integrating flexible office spaces in their building. And uh, actually a handful of them had actually came to us to ask for some sort of management deals um, 
to add that flex space component into their buildings. So I think uh, over over the next couple of months, uh, we we uh, we will see a lot of interesting opportunities uh, to work with these landlords, and you know uh, to, to to as well to partner with them to offer more variety uh, and choices to their customers. All right, and we'll be right back with more after these messages. Stay tuned, BFM eighty nine point nine. Welcome back. You're tuned into the Prop to Show on the Morning Run. I'm Sim Wee Boon, and with me today is Derek Tan, head of real estate and enterprise for Common Ground, a co-working space provider. Now, today we're here to talk about co-working spaces, how they've adapted to the pandemic, and, and a little bit on the outlook for co-working spaces. So, Derek, people are going back to work now as the vaccination continues. What do tenants ultimately look for in a co-working space? Is it still the same, or has things changed? Yeah, I think I think largely uh, it's the same. Um, you know, firstly, still is the utilitarian part of, of of the space. You know, the flexible terms, the convenience of uh, multiple locations, convenience of you know the fully fitted and operating space. But I think the second part, where it's uh, it's related more to the perks, the benefits, and the community. I think the lifestyle component and you know the question of what can my staff get from this space itself. Uh, whether it's uh, in the angle of um, employee retention, you know, uh, by, by, by being a Common Ground member, you get members' benefits uh, and discounts, uh, example like, you know, uh, free access to gyms, uh, discounts of F&B, et cetera. Um, and I, I, think, I think those, uh, this segment of lifestyle and, and perks and benefits are being uh, emphasized more. I think people are beginning to think um, you know, uh, things beyond the, just the physical space. But largely, I think that the, the first part, the you the utilitarian part has to, to tick the box first. The economics got to work. And secondly, that's where the the, the, the the second aspect of things comes in. Okay, but you know, there's so much conversation now that work from home is going to become the norm. And, you know, some have even concluded that offices are dead now. What's your take on this? Are offices dead? Is work from home just going to be the main thing? What does co-working spaces like Common Ground have to offer? Yeah, I think, I think first things first, I don't, not at all. I don't think offices are dead. Um, we, we, we still really can't discount that physical interaction is actually still the key catalyst for innovation. You know, it still requires people to work, to be together and work together as a team. Um, you know, in fact, employees actually miss the office after a long work from home period. Um, many of the people that we spoke to, they actually miss the face-to-face interaction and collaborations. You know, office actually reinforces the company's culture and values. So you can't build this remotely. It, it is physically, uh, experienced, and 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 just to add on it, uh, office actually reflects how a company thinks, and it is what its brand stands for. So I think that's why we see you know traditional companies and agile companies with entrepreneur mindset looks very different. You know they're not right or wrong, but it's just different. Um, I think we're also likely to see um, evolution of office space becoming more like an ecosystem. You know it will be more connected, it will have more elements of exciting experience. So I think companies are actually under, you know, considerable pressure to actually retain talents. So I think office is actually far from that and it, it will continue to evolve. Um, and, you know, COVID it is a facilitator for this change, not a bad change, but a good one. Um, but I think the form and the function of the office will be very, very different um, in the future. And, and the change uh, will be permanent and it will be a good change. 
one thing I've heard about in terms of how uh, co-working spaces uh, might change the landscape of office spaces is the compartmentalization that it offers. So, you know, um, I'm not sure if it's happening in Malaysia and with Common Ground, but perhaps you can give some insights to that. You know, some big companies where they have a whole department of HR, a whole department of the on sales and whatnot, but because of the, the multifunctional um, capabilities of something like a co-working space where you have an office here and an office in another part of town, a company doesn't no longer have to be focused in just one building. They can split up and have the accounts department maybe in this side of town. And, and their HR department the other side of town. Is this happening? Is this a possibility? Is this something that you guys um, explore? Yeah, and um, if, if based on the example you have uh, sort of described, I think the word is the, the core flex solution where you have, you know, um, a core headquarter and, and you put the flexible um, component into your occupational strategy. So I think we, we've seen this even pre-pandemic, but I think post-pandemic, more companies are seriously looking looking into it uh, right now and it, it is accelerating so the, those functions that can be even more flexible uh, who doesn't really need a permanent permanent you know a, a work desk uh, they, they will be decentralized and then where common ground will come in is more as a business solution in in the workspace uh, for the, for these occupiers and companies. Um, and yeah, um, it, it, it is it is in increasingly more demanding. In, in fact, in in this uh, flexible office space, so I think that's why um, you know we've we've launched recently a product called the Corporate Flex Solution. Um, it is an on-demand, pay-as-you-go workplace that allows you to drop into any of our facilities for as low as two ringgit fifty cents on a half an hour block. So um, you know we we've we've seen. Um, you know, companies coming to us and starting to, to, to talk uh, pay per use on, on a half an hour blocks right now. So, so uh, in terms of how the product is changing, I think uh, it, it will be even more granular moving forward. But I, I think uh, overall, the, the mindset of, you know, putting call flex and, and seeing what the space can, can offer to their employees has been on top of a lot of the leaders' mind. Okay, so what then is your outlook for co-working spaces in Malaysia? I mean, is it going to be the norm in perhaps even overtaking traditional offices or will you still specific, uh, occupy a niche um, market? Mm, yeah, uh, in fact, for you know, Common Ground, you, you can expect more venues launches this year. So, so, uh, uh, so wait for our, our announcement, actually. So, and, you know, for... It, it, it has worked well for us um, as a co-working space provider precisely because we are built for times like this. Um, I, I don't, I personally don't think that we'll overtake the tra traditional office space because um, I don't think there's a one size fit all uh, solution for all industries and, and companies. But you know, um, but this pandemic has made it very clear actually that, that companies can unburden themselves from certain traditions and adapting new norms uh, uh, in, into their occupational strategies. So uh, to give you a little bit of perspective, um, you know, the, the co-working at flex space in, in, uh, in Malaysia occupies only about two to 3% of the grade A office stock uh, in the market. Um, we, we do see this percentage uh, increasing for the years to come. And um, by, by 2030, some experts actually believe that, you know, uh, that percentage will grow up to 25 to 30% of uh, the total portfolio of, of the grade A office stock. 
So um, uh, in, in general, you know, uh, we, we have very positive outlook in, in how uh, the co-working space will grow, especially in Malaysia, um, and, and um, a lot more opportunities to work with landlords and, and, and occupiers as well. Okay, but you know, I know that Common Ground has presence outside of Malaysia as well. Um, perhaps you can offer some insights. Are these trends and these observations that we've talked about also happening outside of Malaysia? I mean, are they uniform in terms of a regional trend? Yes. Um, um, yeah. The the short answer is yes. Uh, I I think I think maybe I can only speak to on the market that 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 I know, uh, which is in Philippines and and Thailand. Um, I think Philippines are heavily de- um, are dependent on business process outsourcing, so so the BPOs and the shared services. So I think those guys has to be more uh, permanently an office based rather than a flexible style. So so maybe maybe in Philippines um, the, the the uptake in terms of the flex um, uh, segment would would wouldn't be be comparable uh, to to markets like Malaysia and Thailand. But yeah, um, generally that's that's what we see 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 on. Um, uh, on the regional basis, are there any last points you like to make? Any last thing? Any last uh, uh, thing you want to bring up? So you know, before pandemic, offices were oftenly taken granted in sense of you know you, you don't really question it, and it's just a default place where you go for work and your place of employment. So I think um, the 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 other important point is that you know leaders and HR personnel should should actually not assume that working from home is more uh, relaxing or easier <laughs> than the office. You know the isolation, the distraction uh, could actually make them less productive and fatigued. So, um, uh, I, I must say, you know, there's there's in twelve to fifteen months ago, many companies have actually understood the importance of their workplace, and you know, having innovations, performance, culture, mental health, human experience uh, has been on top of the agenda. But we see this really accelerating for uh, for for the coming days. And, and us being, being a co-working space office provider um, would complement, uh, would come as, as, as a business solution, like, like I mentioned, uh, to these occupiers. Thank you very much for being on The Property Show. That was Derek Tan, Head of Real Estate and Enterprise for Common Ground, a co-working space provider with presence in the region. Thank you for coming on. I'm Sim Weeboon, signing off for The Morning Run. We've got the 10 a.m. news bulletin coming up next, followed by Enterprise, BFM 89.9. Property Show on BFM 89.9, the business station. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, the business station.